Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, and supporter for nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, and healthy living taken from my main podcast called The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my recipes, books, and free newsletter at thedoctorskitchen.com. I thought it was really brave to talk about how you ate, you've eaten meat from, you know, processed sources and probably coming from animals that have been uh, undergone that whole, um, you know, factory farming uh, process. Uh, was that difficult? Was that a difficult decision for you to put down on paper? Well, yeah, I felt like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I felt really ridiculous and like a massive hypocrite. Like, who the hell am I? you know, to be talking about these issues when I'm not perfect. Um, but I thought it was necessary to talk about, um, both because it, because it's the truth. Mm. Um, and because I thought it might be helpful, like, again, sharing accomplishments doesn't get us that far. Um, I, I hate it when people share their ethical accomplishments with me. I find them to be annoying and I want to, you know, run away. And even, even worse, I want to offset their accomplishments with bad behavior of my own. You know, <laughs> somebody says like, Oh yeah, well I, I learned about the uh, relationship between air travel and, and climate change. So I'm never going to, I'm not going to fly this year that my instinct is to want to book a, an a, a inter, you know, international ticket. Uh, but when somebody says to me, you know, I'm having a really hard time with this. Like, yeah. I, I, I've been reading this stuff and I know this to be true and it would be great to just say, so I'm going to respond. But the truth is I just can't like, mm -hmm. maybe it makes me lazy. Maybe it makes me weak, but it is who I am. And I think the beginning of these conversations has to be, this is who we are and we're in it together. It's not as if, 10% of us are going to save the planet. You know, either mm. we will do it together or we will suffer the consequences together. And beginning with a little bit of humility and acknowledgement that change, however important it is and however seemingly easy it should be, yeah. Yeah. usually just not easy. Um, but if we reframe it from these questions of identity, like you are a vegan or which is ultimately like a way of saying you are good or you are bad. Um, if we, we reframe it to instead be about just choices and efforts, you know, first of all, an awareness of the choices that we're making. So often they're invisible to us. An acknowledgement that we have control or at least some amount of control over the choices that we make. Um, saying aloud what our desire is, you know, what it is that we want to be doing which is risky because that um, puts us on the hook in a certain way. Um, you know, there's a huge difference between saying, I'll, I'll tell you about an experience I had not that long ago that was really moving to me and changed, really changed my life. It was after We Are the Weather had come out, I was doing a reading in Belgium. And at the end of the reading, there was a signing. And uh, a young couple came up to me asking me to sign the book and they opened it to the title page, which is normally empty. 
but it was filled with their handwriting. And I asked them what it was. And they said, we're going to get married in a couple of months. And we decided tonight that we need to have a plan because if we don't have a plan, we're just going to keep doing what we've always done because that's what people do. And their plan was eat vegetarian unless served meat at a friend's house. And it feels like there's no, no way out of it that they were comfortable with. Eat vegan two days a week. No more than two children. Have no more than two children. Only do car sharing and uh, only 1,500 kilometers a year. And then instead of having me just sign it, there's a line that said witness. Um, so I found that very charming. You know, it's, yeah. it's interesting to see how people navigate this moment. And the, their choices were different than my choices would have been, except that I realized looking at that, that I, don't, I didn't have choices. Like I didn't have a plan. And it had, it had never even occurred to me to have a, a plan for how to live in this moment. Um, and I went back to my hotel that night and I wrote a plan, which was no animal products before dinner. Um, I eat vegetarian at dinner, although when I'm at home, I eat, we don't eat animal products at dinner either. Um, no flying for vacations in 2020, which as it turns out is very easy to do. <laughs> it's a very easy thing to do now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, an electric car volunteering one day a week for either um, an environmental advocacy group or the New York City public school system. And um, it was so revelatory for me, the difference between being the person I was, which is somebody who said, I'm going to try to fly less, and being a person who says, this is exactly how I'm going to try to fly less. And it was very, very difficult to do because the reality is my ambitions are not that ambitious. Like, I wish I could say I'm not going to fly, but the reality is I'm going to fly more than most people. You know, I wish I could say I'm not going to consume in this way or drive in this way, or, but it's just not the reality. So being honest about the reality and trying to concretize the reality with numbers, yeah. days of the week. It's like you're saying, if you tell people, try to eat more fruits and vegetables, mm. nobody's going to eat more fruits and vegetables. Mm. If you say, try to eat one more with a meal, I bet you most people do that. Mm. You know? And that's like the difference that makes all the difference. Yeah, it's, it's nudging people who don't want to be nudged and don't know that they can actually achieve a lot by just doing one small thing at a time. Um, and I think, yeah, to your, I mean, that that's made me want to write down a plan right now because I know I'm passionate about the subject. I understand it. I come from an educated perspective on what could be happening, uh, what is happening rather. Um, but you feel powerless to do anything about it when the uh, the issue is so grand. And it's almost like you want it to be out of your control. You almost want it to be the government's responsibility and something that you're kind of not tied to. Like, oh, I'll, I'll eat a little bit less meat. Um, but really, some people in an important office somewhere in parliament are going to be making these decisions on our behalf. And that's why we voted them into power. Um, I think it's a little like we were talking about the, the definition of what's essential. Like, yeah. right now, like when something is described as essential, it removes the choice that you're making, mm. you know, like 
the, the, there's no ethical burden on you anymore because it's been deemed essential. Whereas um, if nobody stated that and we had to make those decisions for ourselves, it would be very uncomfortable. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day.